Hello family, this is Egypt, your host of Way Beyond Me, the power pod designed to break every barrier and to enrich, enlighten, empower, and evolve you into greatness. Hi family, this is Egypt again. And today, I wanted to talk about integrity and virtue. These are gifts that no money can buy. Usually, when it comes to integrity or virtue, people either have it or they don't. And I believe that integrity is a quality of having strong moral values and that comes with honest intentions. It's like a state of mind of being whole and having no underlining hidden agendas. And when you have integrity, you're not able to be influenced by corruption. When you have integrity and you're virtuous, you're complete and unimpaired, holding it and having it together in your emotions and your decisions and your intentions of your heart. When you have integrity, it's like it's a it's like a lifestyle of consistent honesty and consistent behavior, and it's governed by individual morals and your values, and just really just doing the right thing. I believe integrity is is the accuracy, sorry, accuracy of what a person says, and it matches what you do. You say what you do, and you do what you say. Integrity is knowing what's the right thing to do and just going ahead and doing it. And, you know, integrity and virtue may not always be a, you know, a person may not always be able to describe it, but you'll notice it when you see it and experience integrity. And it's, again, it's having a sense of purpose of, and it brings on self-worth. And the person demonstrates the integrity by what they do. Now, the word integrity is related to the word integrate, which means bringing it together, adding on. It's like inclusive of someone or something. And it makes your outer life and your inner life ship match. Now, David said something in Psalm 41, 12. I won't read it, but it says something about bringing together. You know, you brought my integrity together and uplifted, uphold it together. And, you know, and David is face to face with God, but how God brings his integrity together. So David mentions that in Psalm 41 and verse 12. I know I'm not um, articulate, articulating it 100%, but you can read that scripture. Most of us truly are either, when I, when I look at people, I look at myself and just situations, most of us are either disconnected from our inner core, from our deep-rooted self, or we never reveal it to anyone else. We just don't let people in. And while most people cover up who they are, they really, I think I said in another episode, they really start to actually believe the false pretenses that they engulf themselves in. Now, to me, integrity is not about being a leader or a follower it's not about that it's about doing what's right even when it's not popular even when nobody's looking and it's being confident enough to accept 
being led, being taught, being shown something. When you don't know, you know, your way yourself, when you don't know how to do something, when you don't know what to do, having integrity is knowing enough, knowing yourself enough to know that, look, I need help. And so I'm just going to let that person help me. I'm going to let that person teach me, things like that. that. That's integrity. And the same thing like virtue. It's like doing whatever is right with excellence. That's what virtue is. Just doing it with excellence. If you don't know something, and you know, just be honest with yourself. I don't know it. And it's a trust. It's a trust level. When people know you are virtuous or you have integrity, they trust you a lot quicker. And it's, it's like it's having a strong character of self-worth and self-love and it's filling your own cup until it runs over and then you'll be able to share with others because it has to start with you and so you have to have a strong sense of yourself and loving yourself trusting yourself even if you're wrong make wrong decisions you still trust it and then when you realize the decision wasn't right then you fix it I mean you can admit that too it's no problem when you have integrity and when you have virtue you keep your word you keep your word I I mean it's something about a person keeping their word I cannot stand a person that does not keep their word I, you know you guys to be a woman and man of your word because if not you're a straight-up liar I mean how how else can it be called if you don't say what you do or do what you say, you lied. Why would you even say it if you're not going to do it? And if you can't do something, go back and tell the person that you promised. Tell them that you cannot do it. But keep your word because really, at the end of the day, that's all you have. When you have virtue and you have integrity, you can know when to speak up. And then you know when to be quiet and just chill. And also, say no. It's okay to say no and mean it. When your yes be yes and your no be no, anything else that you got going on, anything between that usually is not right. Usually is a lie or some evil. Something come, you know, in addition to that. There's something underlining that. And when you have virtue and you have integrity, be intentional in all your action. A person like that is intentional. I intended to do that or I intended not to do that. You know, when you have that, it is serving others without expecting something back. I mean, people are so conditional. They do something for you, either they throw it in your face or they want something back. And and I need I think we've all been guilty for giving conditional sorry, well yeah, conditional love, conditional friendships. You know, we, we want something back because if you're nice to a person, nice to a person, nice to a person and then they don't they don't treat you the same way. You kinda like, really? But what, it, what happens is you don't have to get that same treatment from that same person that you bless and that you deal with. Your blessing is coming from somewhere else. It's not, it doesn't necessarily mean the person who you've been nice to is going to do you the same favor because people think different. Some people are really selfish and, all the, and there's some people that are takers. All they do, their whole job is to take, 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 take. And since you're a giver, a giver and a taker does not match. A giver and a receiver, they match because a receiver also knows how to give. So be intentional when you want to do, you know, do something for others. Don't even expect anything back. Just, just serve them. Do whatever you do and just keep it moving. You have enough to go around because you're already full. Remember, I just say your, your cup is full already. So you have that to spare. When you have integrity and you are virtuous, it's 
you have to deal with others from your heart. Deal with people from your heart. Now, sometimes your gut and your mind, you know, is real logical. And sometimes we overthink things. But your heart will tell you. Your heart will really tell you, you know, yeah, this person is real, real. And, you know, it'll tell the other person that you're real. And it's also respecting others' beliefs, respecting their practices. Even if it doesn't, you don't agree with it and it's nothing like yours. It's respecting how they think. Is respecting how they act, and it's really respecting somebody else's lifestyle. People can do whatever they want to do. If it does not bother you, if it doesn't hurt you anyway, we have no right to judge anybody else. We just let people do what they do, and if they have bad intentions, it's going to come out. It really is. When you have virtue and you have integrity, you're able to be taught. You know, because you can't teach someone what they think they already know. When a person is not teachable, nothing gets in. You, you can't. So when you're like that, when you're virtuous, you don't mind somebody showing you or telling you something or giving you a different view. And then you can consider their view. You don't have to agree with it, but you can consider it at least. Being virtual, sorry, being virtuous and having integrity is being loyal. Be loyal. Let people be able to depend on you, what you say, what you do. You know, that, that's loyalty. If you don't want to be loyal to then you have no business in a person's life and they have no business in yours. You know, be be loyal and, and have people around you that's loyal. And that way, you know, make clear, solid decisions when you're when you have integrity. You make clear solid decisions not everybody's gonna like your decisions but they're your decisions to make and if you secure in yourself you're not gonna waver that you're just gonna look that's my decision okay I can listen to you but if I, you made a decision about your life it's okay have the integrity and don't wishy-washy go back and forth because being virtuous and having integrity to me, it's operating in a spirit of excellence. You do things in a spirit of excellence. You demonstrate accountability. And when you, you, you also are able to accept change and embrace change. Because no matter what, the world is going to change. People change. We change. When you have those attributes and those qualities, your, your self-worth is obvious when a person has, you know, integrity. You, your self-worth, you obviously have it because you're secure within yourself and you don't need any validation. It's just doing what's right when nobody's looking and not talking about it, not bragging about it when you do something for somebody. And again, not expecting or even wanting praise, wanting praise. And it's also prioritizing your life. Put things in a priority. Put them in the right perspective. Don't be all over the place. You know, people with virtue are not all over the place. They're not wishy-washy. What they say, you can count on their word. And if they cannot keep the word, you can count on them coming back and letting you know that. And when a person is, is you know, have those qualities, they set high standards. High standards for themselves. High standards for the way they live and the way they do. And they don't settle for less at all they don't settle for less at all now um in proverbs 31 there they uh, there's a virtuous woman i know everybody heard about the virtuous woman she has some fantastic magnificent awesome values that makes her virtuous and you know what what i love about proverbs 31 and some of the scriptures when there's no name there when it's just a woman like women with the issue of blood and things like that and 
like in the Psalm 30, I'm sorry, in Proverbs 31, it says, the virtuous woman, you can put your name there. You know, you Egypt, the virtuous woman. It, it's just a, a virtuous woman. That's a way to be. That's a type of woman. It's no body in particular. You know, it's just explaining and giving definitions of how that particular woman, how she does in her life, and that's what makes her virtuous. Virtu- virtuous woman, her family trusts her, and her her trust with her family, her husband, her children, her trust is established within her family, and she's respected, and she's good to her family. She works willingly. She's not lazy, and she seeks work. She don't she don't mind going to work. She brings in food from afar. The, the Bible says these these are just some of the things she that makes her virtuous. She gets up early, and she's not idle. She's not lazy at all. She's a go getter, and she shares what she has. She shares her substance. She speaks kindly, and I know I need to work on that because sometimes when I get angry, I, you know, my um, they, what they say, loose lips sinks ships. Sometimes I, um, well, I'm not gonna go there. Anyway, strength and love and honor and courage is her foundation. She goes by that. That keeps her going. That that's the foundation of what makes her virtuous. And she gives to the poor. She gives to those who don't have, who's not as fortunate as she is. She takes care of herself. It says she she makes her own clothes of, of purple and tapestry. So she fly. You know, on top of that, she makes sure she's straight. She does very good business. And she speaks in wisdom. Whatever comes out of her mouth is not idle and not dumb and not, you know, it doesn't break down. It builds up. So she speaks in wisdom. She takes care of her household 100%. And she has, like, people helping her in the house. And she just helps them. And she makes sure her household is straight. She does not break down her household she lifts and builds her household up and her family calls her blessed that's the virtuous woman in proverbs 31 you can read that proverb if you like to and get all the details but those are some of the things that made her so virtuous and you know like i just said a little while ago you can put your name there and be virtuous and i have um an example of two other people a man and a woman that demonstrate virtuous and integrity throughout the whole story i know everyone has heard the story of ruth and boaz and you know i want to say this a lot of women is like oh i want my boaz i want my boaz to come but you gotta be ruth you gotta be ruth for your boaz to come you gotta do what ruth did you gotta have that kind of quality because you know man not gonna stay like that they not gonna you want you want the Boaz to be take care of you and do right by you, but you trifling and you know and, and doing stuff you don't have no business doing. Now, the the quick the story about Ruth and Boaz, Ruth and Boaz. I'm a you know you can just go and read the story if you like to, but I am going to just go through it real quick so you just get a idea of the characters of these two people. Ruth lost her husband. She was with her mother-in-law and her father-in-law and her husband, her sister-in-law, brother-in-law, lost her husband. But when it was time to go back to, they were, they were in, they came from Judah and then they stayed in Moab for like 10 years and then there was a famine and everything. So they was going back home. Well, 
Naomi was the mother-in-law. She lost her husband. And so then she lost her two sons, which one of them, one of her sons was Ruth's husband. And so they were just going back home. They was going back to Judah because they heard that there was food there. And so, but Naomi was telling both of her daughters-in-law, y'all go back to y'all y'all family because I don't have nothing for y'all. My, both of y'all husbands, which is my sons, is dead. And y'all go back because I can't help you anymore. And But the other daughter-in-law she was like okay peace out see ya but Ruth stayed she was like no she was loyal to her mother-in-law she's like nah you know you've been nice to me all this time I love my husband and you his mom and you real straight with me and we've been good all this time I'm not gonna leave you like that now that you know things are bad I'm not gonna leave you I'm gonna cling to you and you know she said my your God is gonna be my God because uh Ruth didn't uh, worship the same way Naomi did but she respected what she believed you know she really did she said my God will be your sorry your God will be my God and she said where you die I will die also and she said where you live I'm gonna live so they went to Judah she you know Ruth went to Judah with Naomi and she was so she was working in the fields I'm making this story kind of short just to give you an idea of the t- integrity of these people she was she went out working Naomi showed her you know said just go ahead you know do what you do she went out and found the field and she started working in the fields and she was just you know working behind the people as they was like dropping you know it was harvest time as they was like dropping um whatever they was harvesting the wheat and the barley she was picking it up and working and helping and stuff just helping you know in in the background of it so Boaz noticed her because she wasn't all loud in the forefront trying to be noticed like a lot of women do today trying to be noticed and stuff um Boaz noticed her and said who's that you know they said oh that's Naomi's daughter-in-law they came back you know from Moab and they back now so he was like you know what leave her alone let her go ahead and work in my field because you know it was Boaz's field and just leave, in fact leave some extra work for her so he left handfuls of purpose on purpose he left work for her because he seen she wasn't lazy so Naomi realized that she was related to Boaz and so she advised you know as the story goes on she advised Ruth to go ahead and go where you know go to him go unnoticed clean yourself up and lay at his feet and uncover his feet and so she did as Naomi said now in Ruth chapter 3 verse 3 I'm gonna you know just quickly read what Naomi told Ruth to do she said wash yourself therefore and anoint yourself and put something on and get down to the floor to the threshing floor that's when they did the harvesting but don't make yourself known to the man until he have done eating and drinking and I'm going down to verse 7 it said and when Boaz had eaten and drank his heart was merry he was feeling good he went down to the end of the heap of the corn and you know to lay down and then she came softly she wasn't all loud and rowdy she came softly and uncovered his feet and she laid down at his feet and this is at midnight he woke up and he saw a woman he turned around kind of like it kind of frightened him and he saw a woman lay at his feet and he said who are you and she said I'm Ruth you know their handmaiden and she said therefore thy skirt over thy handmaiden you know she was like spread your skirt like cover me like you know I'm I'm here I'm not trying to cause any harm I just trying to make do with me and my mother-in-law I'm just you know just trying to I'm just trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents for real so 
he he really respected her. You know, he he was like, wow. He said, you know, because you didn't follow the young man, you wasn't acting like a little hoe. You wasn't all over the men because they had money or not. You know, because of that, I really see that you are a woman of virtue. You know, he told her that. He said, you're a woman of virtue because you didn't follow the men, whether they had money or not. And you, you know, you, you doing the right, you doing it the right way. And then going down to verse seven, I'm sorry, verse 14, no, sorry, verse, verse 11. And now he said, and now my daughter, fear not, I will do thee all that thou requires for all the city of my people know that you are a virtuous woman. So he even saw that in her. You know, he didn't know who she was, but sometimes when you, you just could see it, you may not always be able to describe it, like I said earlier, but you can see when somebody is virtuous. I'm going down to verse, verse 14. It says, and she lay at his feet until the morning and she rose up early before one could, you know, know one another. And he said, let it be known that a woman came, let it not be known that a woman came to the floor. So in other words, she she creeped in and she creeped out without being known. But he knew she was there. And she came softly and she did all that her mother-in-law told her to do. And then Boaz did the right thing. He realized she was by herself. So he 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 uh, he realized there was another man that was that came before because back in the Bible days when the husband died, if you have a cousin or a kin, then they would take over and marry the wife, the widow, and take care of her. So before Boaz stepped in, he was like, no, you got another cousin or something somewhere. Let me check with him. And so Boaz went to the man and said, look, you got this lady, Ruth. She's in town. She's back with her mother-in-law. She's your kin. She's our kin. She, you know, um, he, didn't, he, didn't, wait, he didn't approach it first with Ruth. He just said, you got some land that your cousin left you do you want to redeem your land and the man was like yeah i'll take my land yeah oh somebody left something he died yeah i'm the next of kin yes i'll take it but then boaz said but yeah you know but he left a wife also so if you take the land you got to take his wife to his widow and then the man was like well, never mind then, because if I take her on, then I'm going to lose my own inheritance. So, nah, that's all right. I don't want the land, and I don't want the woman that come with the land. So, that's okay. So, Boaz was like, okay. And then Boaz ended up taking Ruth under his wing, marrying her, and they had baby and stuff. So, he was he had integrity. He didn't just jump all over her because she was out there. She was, you know, she was innocent, and she was from another place, and... She was, you know, she was naive with stuff. She was with Naomi. He didn't take advantage of that like some people do. He had straight integrity. He went in the line of the order of things. He went by the order of things. He he let the cousin know, you know, you you can inherit this land and the wife, you know, from your, um, you know, your relative that deceased. But since he said no, then Boaz took her under his wing and he covered her like she asked him to, you know, cover me, spread your cover over me so I can be okay, man, and I can help my, my uh, mother-in-law. So that's a, that's a real good example of being virtuous and having integrity. And and I found there is some ways that you can practice being virtuous and having integrity because we don't always have it. A lot of us really need a lot of practice. So I I've came up I've come up with some ways that you can practice your being virtue being virtuous and having integrity. And then you can come up with your own ways, whatever you think is good. One way is to be honest with yourself and be honest with your 
for other people. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't be wishy-washy. Be transparent. And when you're transparent, it will help others in their testimony. Just be transparent. Tell the truth about yourself. You know, just tell the truth about yourself. It's no shame to the game because we all go through stuff, you know. Set boundaries in all that you allow and all that you do. Set boundaries. Tell people what it is. You, you know, don't and don't go beyond your boundaries. You know, set standards. Be positive and be grateful for what you have now. Don't covet or be jealous of anybody. Just be grateful for what's going on in your life right now. There's always room for improvement. Be organized and, you know, you just operate in a clean environment. Be clean. Because some people have a nasty house. And y'all know who y'all are. A nasty house. I mean, how could you even function? Not trying to judge anybody, but that is what it is. It's the truth. So when you're organized and you have a clean environment, you're able to function a little better and make better decisions. And be focused and not double-minded. You know, not two-faced or because that causes confusion it really does it disrupts the whole game it really does and admit when you're wrong and allow others to help you when you need help say you need help we don't know everything we don't have it all we don't know it all so it's okay if you're wrong you're wrong if you need help with it then ask for help you know and accept it when it's offered to you accept it be on time when you have an appointment when you're meeting somebody somewhere be on time if you got to come a little early that's cool but be on time keep you and keep your appointments if you can't keep them call back get in touch with the person and tell them you know i'm sorry or whatever you tell them but just keep your appointments if you possibly can and take deep deep self-evaluation really look at yourself and see where there's room for improvement see where the flaws are you don't have to tell them to anybody but you know your action speaks better than words people it's not about what you say it's about what you do people go about what you do because what people say and what they do it usually don't match that's why you know there's no integrity none there so you can check your reactions to irritating situation when you get frustrated irritated aggravated people get on your nerve whatever the case may be check how you respond to that just just check it just give yourself a, a couple of seconds and check how you respond or even if you not able to control yourself go back to the earlier part of that day and just reevaluate how you handled certain situations and then next time if it comes up you can probably do a lot better Examine your circle of friends, your circle of people around you, and if they lack integrity, you might want to draw another circle, for real. You might want to cross that one out and draw another circle and get some more people. And you can consider law of attraction, which says whatever you um, submerge your mind into, whatever you think about, whatever you attract, whatever personality you have, you attract that in your life. So if you're thinking negative, you're going to attract negativity. If you're thinking positive, you're feeling positive, you're feeling good about yourself, feeling good about your, your, your circle, your world around you, you're going to attract those type of people. But if you got something going on in your life that's not good and you're concentrating on it and you feel it, if you feel negative, then you're going to, you're going to uh, attract more of that in your life. So just consider the law of attraction. And in the meantime, I really hope this has helped someone with having integrity 
and having virtue. And these are gifts, like I said, no money can bear. You can't buy your way into having integrity and you cannot buy your way into being virtuous. You just, you just either you are or you not. Most people are not. So we need to work on having integrity because that, that increases the quality of life. It really does. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed enjoy what I was speaking about. If you have any questions or comments, let me know. Y'all have a blessed day. And I can say that I love you because I love myself. And just walk in integrity, walk in excellence, and just be good to yourself. And in the meantime, I'll speak again. I'm excited about the next conversation I'm having. And um, it's life changing. Y'all have a blessed day again. I love you. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in this content, please download and bless someone else and share. And as always, it is my pleasure. I am so excited to share the next conversation with you. I do value your time and I will not waste it. I look forward to meeting you here next time on Way Beyond Me for life-changing information and inspiration.